No, we're creating <laughs> this, not that. Stop complaining about it. Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Ann Tuttle-Brown. How do you create a successful school year for you and your child? Now, this could be applied to whether you're in public school systems, charter school systems, online, homeschooling. And we're going to get to some basics about creation techniques. And then there's the side of actually creating strategies and infrastructures and the to-dos. But in my world, and what I've taught my children is that everything starts with an idea, an intent, an affirmation. What do you want? What do you want to experience? Let's not just see what happens. Let's create what happens. We have a say. We have this ability to infuse our world with very clear, direct energy to what we want to experience and have that materialize form and manifest. And so we're going to talk first about that. Then we're going to look at some of the more strategic, hands-on, practical things you can do to create success. Now, I'm the expert on how do you create your life? I've been practicing these strategies for three decades now. I raised my children to understand them. If you read my book, Remembering Wholeness, there's a great story in there that Anne and I were driving in the car and we kept hitting. All, remember this story? Mm-hmm. Why don't you share it then? Go ahead. You're excited. Oh, to share. well, I I'll love it because you were only what, eight or nine at the time? Mm-hmm. You were young, you were in grade school, and we had been practicing energy circles and affirmative thought and language and really speaking what we want into our world. And we kept hitting these green lights. And I, you hadn't told me that you had uh, you had influenced that because you looked at me and you said, Mom, you know, I were hitting all the lights green. I asked my green light angels to go ahead and turn them all green for us. <laughs> I thought, let's receive it. That was really my own initiative? Yeah. That's cool. I didn't tell you to do it. You read read the story. Again <laughs> I know. In the book. I, I, I didn't tweak it. To... <laughs> no, I guess I thought it was like you had done it once and then I did it the next time. No, I but... think I had probably had presented. Well, I mean, that you had idea. showed how. To, yeah, yeah, definitely demonstrated. Definitely, and you were the one that taught me really a life changing principle when. I remember where I was standing at the base of the stair. I was down at the bottom floor in the foyer. You were at the top where the Mm -hmm. little railing in the balcony was. And you were asking, Mom, I really want this. Or you were really expressive in your wants. And in the typical parenting way, I said, well, you can't have that. And I was stopped in my tracks. The spirit just like sort of two by four to the face and said, Stop telling your child she cannot have what she wants. Wanting is a good thing. It's what moves us to go after greater things in our lives. And then I was kind of like, well, what am I supposed to say? It's like, just acknowledge her want. You don't have to be the one to deliver it. Hmm. It was huge for me because I realized we're, we come into this world wanting, and yet I was now stifling that. And it taught me to work with this desire we have as human beings for experience and goodness and joy in our lives. Because anything you wanted was a good thing. I, think I, I remember just, you changing it to like, that's great. Yeah. How are you going to get that? Yeah, I'm excited to see how that <laughs> yeah. shows up. Or good for you to want that, you know? Mm-hmm. I love that you want to experience new things. Yeah, it really was a big shift. So in this, now that you're in this phase of life where children are 
in their school experiences, take some time. In fact, I'm going to present the parenting practice at the front of the show because I think this needs to be it, is what do you want to experience? What do you want your child to experience? Now, Anne, you have done some of this. In fact, I was asking you about um, Katie's teacher and how you feel about it. What was something you did that actually influenced the outcome of that? I just remember when she got into kindergarten and especially in first grade, as I knew she was going to be a full-time student, you know, every day, all day long, I just set the intention that she would have the most supportive teacher and classroom environment. Right. That would come together every year. Mm -hmm. So that would sound like I'm grateful that my child's teacher is a great support to them that supports success of their school year. And that's aligned. You influence that. So you can write these out for every aspect of the experience. I'm grateful that our morning routines come together easily. I'm grateful that I'm sensitive to my child. If there's something we need to talk about or work through, I'm grateful they're attracting friends that support them. And we're having these beautiful friend experiences and they're learning social skills. I'm grateful that if any challenges come up, that we'll know how to proceed and receive the inspiration we need. See where I'm going with this? Mm -hmm. I'm like, then you have, you do this with your child, each of them one-on-one, or you could do it as a family unit and kind of go around the room and say, all right, what do you want? What do you want? And you inspire children to understand they have a say. They have a say to create a joyful life. We're so heavily conditioned to think we have to live compromised scenarios that you're bringing to your family this whole ideology of, we don't have to settle anymore. Will we? We have challenges in life? Yes, but we can learn from them and we can move through them successfully and be guided because they're all designed to help us grow rather than to make us suffer. My book, Remembering Wholeness, is a great tool to read as a family to learn these strategies. And then the next level would be Mastering Affluence. So the parenting practice this week is gather your, whether it's correct to go one-on-one, first, always both parents get involved because if both are not kind of choosing in, some could be disruptive. (laughs) No, we're creating this, not that. Stop complaining about it. So you and your children have set your intentions through the practice of writing out in clear phrases what you're choosing to experience by acting as if you know it's going to happen by I am grateful for this happening for this experience. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. At the time of this recording, school hasn't started yet. Mm-hmm. At the time this goes out, school will have started for most people. So I am going to implement this like the night before school. I want to do a back to school dinner and just make it kind of a, you know exciting. Uh-huh. For your family. Yeah. And so all since Katie's the only one in school right now, I think it'd be good to include the whole family so her mm-hmm. little brothers can see her getting excited and us right. kind of school's creating a tradition wonderful here. Wonderful experience. Yeah. Great and then idea. I think on my own, I will get more specific about like the schedule because now like school, I'm excited for school to start yeah, let's again. Get into those practical summer, but I want to create my intentions around that because like okay. I'm excited for school to start again, but I'm also a little bit nervous because I'm excited because there will be routine, but I'm also like okay, there's going to be more to be responsible for and a little right. bit less time Structure to manage game. it in. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so. This conversation is inspiring me to sit down and just be more intentional about how I want our time to look like when we are home together as a family and managing um, homework and extracurricular Mm -hmm. activities Mm -hmm. and other things that um, jobs around the home that 
I would like to be accomplished. And so being more intentional about that rather than having it catch me off guard with what I don't want, I will be supportive. We've got more Child Whisper coming up right after this brief message. Knowing your type and your child's type changes everything, doesn't it? It helps you to understand one another better. It can help your outside too. When you wear clothes that express your type, you feel better, you look better, and people understand you more easily, including your kids. Carol Tuttle created the Dressing Your Truth program to help you dress true to your type and create a personal style that expresses who you really are. The best part? You can learn all the basics for free. Start loving how you look and feel at dressingyourtruth.com. Let's get into some of the practice. I'm going to turn this segment over to you, Anne, because this is the practical things you've got to just to run the household, manage all the things that are going on. What are some of your strategies that will support the practical side of school and being back in that routine that will create success for you and your child? What comes to mind for me is homework right off the bat. Like that's added responsibility for the parents when school gets started. And and I want to acknowledge some of you in the lower grades feel strongly that, you know, that's an option, whether your child does the homework. I didn't know it so. was an option. Yeah. <laughs> that was news to me too. I was actually pretty impressed with some commentary on the in the Child Whisper Facebook group because there was this question about my first grader is really challenge. Well, they use the word struggle. I invite people to switch that to challenge by the experience of homework. And there was a lot of feedback that says, I don't, I tell the teacher we're not doing it. You know, they just don't see the value at that young age. So I just want Mm -hmm. to put that in there. That's your business, not ours. And just a different, it was like, oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they'll use some of those. <laughs> that yeah, strategy no, no. I, I was impressed with the mm-hmm. parent putting themselves in that position because I think that will create success too. Yeah, and I think, yeah, you, you know, like working together with your child, you know what's yes. best for your family. Yes. So the, for my first grader, the way they did the homework was supportive. It kept it light and quick. And so I'm hoping that that's the strategy yes. that the second grade teacher approaches this year. But I was talking – to my daughter about piano. She's done piano for two years and we try and practice about five times a week. And sometimes it goes great and sometimes it is just all laborious and long and she's trying to get distracted. And I just was really frank with her. And she was like, why are you getting mad at me? And I'm like, I'm trying to move us along. And so I'm staying firm and using my stern voice. And I said, what do you want to experience? Do you want this to be hard or easy? And she said, easy. And I was like, do you have any ideas to make it that way? And she started to suggest, what if we practiced one time in the morning and one time at night rather than like a bigger junk? I was like, that's a good idea. So this is moving into homework and structure. Enroll your children into like, how do you want to accomplish this? Especially when they're in the upper grades, they need to. I just tuned into something when you said that. You guys were playing the wrong roles. You said to your type three daughter, whose energy is completely designed to move things along, that you were trying to move her mm-hmm. along. And I'm like, oh, it was good definitely luck. awkward You're to a do type so. Two. You're pushing the river right now. Mm-hmm. Consider each child's nature and set and getting them in, motivated. So in this case, it would have been more appropriate to say, "We need to move this along." That's what you're really good at. What do you suggest? Type one. The whole, you know, you've decided we're doing homework. Hey, this, you know, it's important to you that this be enjoyable, that it feels light and kind of fun. What do you suggest? 
type two. Homework is something that uh, it's not an option. I'd like you to come up with a plan how you're going to be able to see that, you know, fulfill mm-hmm. that. Type three talked about how you're going to move your homework along. So it's done. And what reward do you want in play? You know, what does that look like? Type four, you know, they pretty much are like, well, I know you have homework, you do your homework. <laughs> well, then I would say validate and acknowledge that. Yeah. Just I just, say, I'm uh, just check, approach it from that. They're all or nothing. So they're going to be totally on top of it. And you get to acknowledge them and say, you're so great mm-hmm. with your follow through and just taking care of that and getting it done. Is there any way, is there anything I can do to support you? Yeah. And then if they're totally on the nothing side of it and want no interest, just say, you know, this is required. I'd like you to come up with a strategy that this can be efficient and a task you can easily fulfill. I want you to think this through. See how I'm using words very specific Mm -hmm. to their type. Mm -hmm. And And enrolling them to use their gifts. Yeah. So make it. I like that it's not on me. Get them to do something. And that's, this is the same application of getting them to be ready on time in the morning, getting them, you know, is it the morning routine? Is it the homework? Is it because what work, what creates more success is if your child is motivated by their own initiative and you're not trying to get them to do things, get to school on time, get your homework done, get your piano practice in. It's going to work a lot smoother if they're like, I'm motivated by my own you know, instinct. I'm going to do this. Oh, well, long term, like, it's going to. Great. Yeah. It's so successful. <laughs> awesome. I'm adding that to my intention list. Yeah. That's an, there, there. I am grateful. My children are motivated. I'm true to themselves. Them, true to themselves, which motivates that, then initiates their own motive to move forward in what they are responsible for. Mm-hmm. That's a really strong one right there. So you want to replay that, what I just said, and write it down. Because <laughs> you'll be in, you'll, your parenting strategies will be infused with insight and ideas in which to create that. You can also refer to the Child Whisperer book. There's a learning. Yes. Um, in each section, there's learning style and also classroom behavior. Go just back to, to that Yeah, right go now. back to those at the beginning of the school year right now is a great time to just kind of refresh your memory about what the expect, kind of what to expect and then also how yeah. to support. I'm excited for you to be posting in the Child Whisper Facebook group your success stories of how well your school year is going. And you can see what we've taught is not just, it's applicable to any, the school experience is very broad nowadays, a lot of options. And so what we're teaching will be applicable to any of them. Do the parenting practice, which is to first, what do you want to experience? What do you want to create? You have a say. Predict your future by creating your future and get your children involved with you in that opportunity. Thanks for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com.